Now, I would say the number one thing that holds people back from really accelerating their growth is the way that they perceive the world will see them once they make the change. Welcome back to Embodied Relating with Brady Mack. I'm of course your host, Brady Mack, and today I want to talk to you about something that will change your relationship forever. Something that has changed my relationship with my intimate partner, but has also changed all of my relationships in my entire life. And it's understanding that sometimes there's things that we see that our partner does not see yet but we would like for them to see. We'd like for them to grow and to come on this journey with us and to understand themselves better so that they can show up to be more intimate, to be more loving, to be more free in the mind. And there's ways that we can bring them along on that journey. We all move at different paces and that's just the reality is we've maybe learned some lessons that our partner hasn't yet, or maybe they've learned some lessons that we haven't yet. And what we can do through relating is start to bridge those gaps, start to fill in the parts of self that we don't yet see or understand yet and become more whole. And I've got an amazing technique to support you and your partner in doing just that. So when you think about this, it's not just about you and your intimate partner. It's also about you and every relationship in your life. So this technique that I'm about to teach you is relevant for your friends, for your family, for your coworkers, for the people that you play sports with, the people that you walk your dog with, the people at the grocery store, for everyone in your life. And if you think about all of those different communities, right, you are in the middle of that. If you can imagine like a mind map where you're a little bubble in the middle and then there's nodes coming out from there and there's a list of people from your grocery store, people that you play sports with, people that you are working with, people that are your family members, people that you're intimately involved with. So there's all these different groups. Now, what happens is in humans, we either stay the same or we grow. And the brain particularly likes familiarity. It likes predictable outcomes, and there's a great saying, it's that your brain will choose a familiar hell over a new possibility. And it's true. Oftentimes, we will stick in the same pattern of being because it's familiar, because we know it. It's comfortable, right? So what actually happens when we change, when we grow? Well, a few different things. But what can be difficult is when we change or we grow, we have these new understandings of life, those people around us sometimes have a harder time accepting that because they want you to stay the same. They want you to be familiar when they see you. And it's not them actually intending for that, but it's just the way that our biology is set up and the way that they perceive you, it's really useful for the brain to not have to think about all these new parts of you. We want to believe that the human is the way that the human is, or is the way that the human was. 
But it's not true. We're ever evolving. We're ever growing. And if you're watching this podcast, you're probably somewhere in the self-development space. And great. It's beautiful. Now, I would say the number one thing that holds people back from really accelerating their growth is the way that they perceive the world will see them once they make the change. So I'll say that again. The number one thing that inhabits or inhibits rather, (laughs) let me say it one more time. The number one thing that inhibits your growth is the perception of the way that the people in your life perceive you, right? If you move to a whole new country and you meet a whole new group of friends, you can reinvent yourself as a whole new person. And you can do that without having to move. You can do that with the same people that are in your life now. But there's a specific technique that you need to use to take those people along on the journey with you, right? So if you think about your own growth, you're in the middle of that that mind map and you're growing, you're accelerating, you're evolving. And then the people around you are, are staying the same. Well, you're going to get pulled back down to their level. But if you're evolving and you're growing and then you're sharing that and inspiring and moving and touching the people around you, well, then they're all going to elevate as well. They're going to evolve. And when the people around you evolve, well, guess who's in the middle of that evolution? You. So how do we do this? How do we share with our communities? friends, family, intimate partner, sporting friends, teammates, colleagues, co-workers, you name it. How do, we, how do we grow together? Because the way that I perceive it, this is the only actual growth, is when we all grow together. And the way that we do that is through moving, touching, and inspiring other humans. So how do we get other humans to be open to this growth, this inspiration? You know, sometimes I think like, wow, my parents, like they're pretty, they're not as plastic anymore. They're not as curious about newness because they're a little bit more hardwired. Their brain has less plasticity. They crave more familiarity. So that might be one of interest. Also might be your intimate partner. You know, if you go through a big phase of growth and you've been married for quite a number of years or even just together for a short amount of time, even a year, someone can completely change their life in that time. What if you've grown a certain amount, but your partner hasn't? How do you bring them along on that journey and how do you get them to be open to that? Well, You do that through this one technique that I'm about to teach you today. And this technique just changed my life. It changed the way that I related to all humans. And it gave me access to my own leadership and to my own way of bringing up people around me, my communities. So this is an important distinction. The distinction is the difference between criticism and feedback. So criticism is sometimes perceived as constructive criticism. 
but I'm here to tell you that there's no such thing. Criticism is harmful, disheartening, it puts someone down. There's no good that comes from criticism. Feedback, on the other hand, is something that is inspiring, something that gives opportunity for a new pathway, for a new way of being. And it's available for you. So I'm going to teach you about feedback today. And I'm going to teach you the steps to delivering perfect feedback. When you are able to deliver this perfect feedback, it will change your world. Because you can start to inspire and elevate those around you. So, how do we do that? Well, number one, the first step and most important step for feedback is that we ask for consent. What does that mean? Well, it means that we ask our person that we're interacting with if they are open to receiving feedback. Oftentimes, people can just drop their thoughts or drop their feedback, but the person might not be open to receiving that. So it's really important that we check in with our person. Our, hey, are you available for some feedback right now? Right? That's, that's giving them the option if they want to open it, if they're able to receive it in that moment. And the reality is they might say, no, actually I'm not open for feedback right now. And we've got to respect that. Put it in a box, bring it back later. But if they are open to feedback, we can move to the next step. So step number two. And this is an important one where we have the opportunity to get really clear about why it's important for us to deliver this feedback. Meaning, what is our intention in delivering feedback? Do we intend to create more love, connection, intimacy? If so, let's say that. So someone's, yes, given us consent. We can move on to step number two sharing your intention. So the intention might be, hey, my intention with sharing this feedback is to create more love, connection, and intimacy between us. And without that intention present, sometimes it can feel almost attacking or almost like unpurposeful. Because why, why is this person feeling the need to give me feedback? Well, the reason is in the intention. The reason that I want to give you this feedback is to create more love and connection between us and intimacy. And that's beautiful. So we can move on to the next step. And the next one is number three. We want to be very specific about what the feedback is that we're giving. So we don't want to generalize. We don't want to say... Um, you always leave the dishes in the sink. One, it's not true. Two, it's criticism. No one always leaves dishes in the sink. They might do it often, but not always. And two, it's harmful. It's a projection, right? So we don't wanna make generalized sweeping statements like that. We wanna be very specific. So it might be, I noticed that last night you left dishes in the sink. So that's a fact. 
and it's timely. You talked about last night and it was specific. You talked about the dishes in the sink. It's just a fact and you named that. Once you get very specific about what happened, what's a matter of fact, what's so, you can move on to the next step. And the next step, the fourth step, is sharing how it's affected you. Now, this is the most important step, is being able to really clearly communicate how it affected you. Sometimes when we're giving feedback, it could be easier to just put it all on the other person, but it's not about the other person, it's actually about an ask that you have, right? Every complaint is actually an ask hidden underneath. And by sharing how it affected you, you actually let them into your heart. You let them understand you better. And if they can understand you better, they can meet you better. So the example of the dishes in the sink, it might be, you know, it might be about the dishes, but not really about the dishes. It's about something deeper than that. And it almost always is. It's almost always not about the dishes, metaphorically. It's about like something much, much deeper than that. And so it might be, you know, when you leave the dishes in the sink, I'm reminded of growing up in a dysfunctional family where my parents never did the dishes and I'd always wake up to a messy kitchen and it reminded me so much of dysfunction in the home and I don't want that for us right so so you've said what's happened the dishes were in the sink last night and then you've said how it's affected you how it how it might be triggering something in you and this is again the most important step you, and th oftentimes the step that most people skip over, right? Because it's easier to make this about someone else as opposed to feel into the moment of hurt. But by feeling into that, you can let the other person in and let the other person work with that. Without this step, without that vulnerable piece of saying how it hurts, you're, not, you're failing to let them in. And this is what we're here for. We're here to let each other in, right? To open each other's hearts and to inspire each other. So step number five is you actually want to provide a pathway forward. And you wanna make this pathway forward specific, but also inspiring. So how do we inspire the other? in a specific pathway forward? Well, we might say something like this. We might say, would you consider doing the dishes the night before? And that way, when we come into the kitchen in the morning, we can have a dance party in the kitchen. We can be reminded of how beautiful and clean our home is together. And we can be excited about the day as opposed to thinking about you know what's happening in the sink and all these dirty dishes around that's something that i want for us and for our family let's do that can we do that are you open to that so now you've been specific can you do the dishes the night before you've also 
given a pathway forward, right? Like you've, you've provided, are you open to doing the dishes before? And in the morning, that means that we can dance around and we can enjoy the space and we can find cleanliness and we can create connection, right? It's coming back to the intention that you set of intimacy, love, and connection. And you also have to be open to the possibility that your partner might say, no. (laughs) You know, they might be like, I am not feeling committed to doing the dishes every night. And it's not something that is um, of importance to me. And then you might negotiate. You might work with them. Say, okay, great. How about we do the dishes together each night? And we can dance in the kitchen. We can put on a song or a podcast. And we can, you know, bump hips. And we can be scrubbing away in there. And it'll be like a cool little bonding experience. You can stick to your intention of, creating love, intimacy, and connection. And you work with your partner on that. And that they might be able to get behind. They might say, okay, if you want to do the dishes with me together each night, let's do it. Let's make it a family ritual. Now you've brought them up to where you want them to be, to the the place that you want to be within yourself, within your community. You want a clean home. You want intimacy, love, and connection. You want all of that to be possible. So you want to thank them. You finish with thanking them for meeting you there and for creating this new life together with you. If you enjoyed this podcast, if you got information from this, please remember to subscribe. This is a free podcast. I give this information for free from information that I learn along my own journey and from my clients. And this is an opportunity for us to learn and grow together. I want to give this to you 100% for free. All that I ask is that you hit the subscribe button. If you want to leave a comment, if you want to share about your experience, about your own life, about if this was helpful, about other topics that you'd like me to talk about, leave that in the comment section below. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you next week. Peace. Thank you.